How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker Podcast. And this is episode number 172, season number two. And what we're going to talk about today is our ghost guns. These are firearms that are manufactured by individual parts, sold by individual companies, to create a firearm which cannot be tracked because there are no serial numbers on anything. And before we get into the, the technical aspect of it, what brought my attention to this and it kind of pissed me off. It's on uh, page five of the New York Post. And what pisses me off is that this has to do with the homicide of a 16-year-old um, female student, straight-A student, by some some moron wheeling a, one of these guns. His little, his little baby attitude had a fit, so he decided to shoot six shots injuring two, killing one, one of these guns. And I'll name him in a little while, but what really pisses my ass off, so on page, uh, and I hope you're listening, Connecticut Post, because you're in your trash bag. This is an important thing. You know, what happened? So so what's more important than, than a girl getting shot? Let me see. Drivers get a break at gas, gas down 10%. Who gives a shit? Somebody got killed here, Okay. The Kardashians don't hold back on new TV show. You know, chicks, get the frick out of here. You're getting old and wrinkly anyway. Nobody wants to look at you. You know, any of these idiots that follow you guys around, they're just as dumb as you are. Sonic is super in the theaters. Okay, this is all the stuff that's put before man shot, someone stabbed in head, and this teenage girl getting killed. You see, that is how fucked up people are. This 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 mag this newspaper is just what I'm talking about. Like nothing important is important. They're worried about more who, what Kardashians are doing. You know what? The Kardashian family must be really messed up. You know why? Because Bruce Jenner turned into a girl living with him. What the hell's that tell you? Tell me something ain't freaking going weird on that. And they give a shit about what the gas prices are. You know. But here you have this, uh, who is this little thug? Jeremy Ryan fired six nine millimeter shots, struck this girl in the back as she left the Unity Prep uh, Charter High School in Melrose, uh, New York. So, and you know, and here here's what there's the quote: problematic person. Ryan was being held on Rikers Island without. Bail pending a court appearance. You know, back in the, the 1600s, say you, you would have been just shot. That would be the end of it. He has been charged with murder, attempted murder, and weapons possession. He is a problematic person for years. A New York uh, Police Department detective said, unfortunately, it took someone's life for him to get arrested. Okay, so the, the article uh, goes on further to say, when he was 12 or 13 years old, he was putting pictures of guns on Facebook. The sources says that uh, he didn't start getting attention until he started shooting people, and then it was too late. Let me see. Sources previously said Ryan was in a gang but had uh, fallen in with the wrong crowd. His grandfather called him a good kid. You see, this is wrong. What's, what the hell's wrong with parents and grandparents and shit? Stop lying for your kids. Your kid, your kid was a criminal. He was a punk, 
And don't go telling us she was a good kid because you know what? None of us, none of us believe your bullshit anyway. Okay. I hate to chew people's asses out about it, but stop saying your kid's a good kid, especially when he's shot by the cops and he has a gun or he shot somebody. Just knock the shit off. None of us want to hear it, okay? Because he wasn't a good person. Simple. So, police and Ryan had gotten into a beef with a group of, said Ryan had gotten into a, uh, a beef with a group of sus, suspected gang members on Friday when he pulled out a gun and fired. One of the bullets hit Yambo's back, piercing her lung and her pulmonary artery, officials say. Uh, this is great. You see, this is what I love about our legislation making laws that only support juvenile criminal activity because it does. I hate to tell you, legislators, you people are the worst thing that this country has. You're neophytes. You know nothing about anything that you make laws for, okay? Your mayors are the same way. Your governors are the same way. Your state representatives are the state, same way. You are neophytes. You go, you try to make decisions on things you have absolutely no clue about, okay? And this is, I'm just going just gonna to throw this out here. In 2012, the state of, the communist state of Connecticut, like it usually, I consider it because you can't do anything here because everybody's got, got you wrapped under their thumb, <clears throat> decided that, they didn't want law enforcement arresting juveniles because they were they were too young and too sensitive. Just like this kid, right? Oh, he just killed somebody. I guess that changes it. Well, not in Connecticut's eyes because they, they raised the age from 15 up to 17 or 18 and under, allowing more people to do whatever the hell they want. Now we have a, a problem of carjackings, armed robberies, motor vehicle thefts, Home invasions, all done by teenagers. Why? Because of the laws allowing it. And then there was a quote in one of the papers, the Connecticut Post earlier this year, where the legislator <clears throat> want to know, well, how did this happen? Why aren't laws... Be you are, are these people really that stupid? I mean, God forbid. They think by changing gun laws that they're going to uh, stop crime. That's bullshit. You know it. I know it. Just like the phony gun buybacks, the only guns that come in the, buy, the buybacks are grandpa's old hunting rifles or uh, our army souvenirs. They do absolutely nothing. No criminal is going to sell his gun back to the police department, okay? That's just a, uh, a fake smokescreen. The gun, the, uh, the gun buybacks, they don't do anything. That's just a bunch of garbage. Uh, the gun laws that these people make uh, only make a hardship on the legalized gun owners. Criminals do not follow gun laws. They do not care about gun laws. And none of the gun laws apply to them. What This is what the state needs to get out of their mind. They can pass 100 different bills, 100 different times, 100 different places. They're not going to work. What's happening is the people that are recreationally shooting... It hurts them. These are the ones that pay the taxes for the ammunition, the ones that pay the taxes on the, the firearms they buy, the ones that pay for the permits to hunt that all go into the state coffer. You know what I'm saying, right? And these are the ones that are that the, the bills are um, hindering, hurting. They're not hurting criminals. Criminals don't, don't follow laws. Okay, here's a prime example. 
it's a prime example of the gun laws that don't work and these new juvenile uh, laws that are just detrimental to everybody. You know, and I'll, t I'll be honest with you. Let me just say this. I was an SRO for eight years working in uh, 38 schools, 2,300 student population. Uh, we were averaging, it's a big inner city, two to three guns. We were pulling out of the elementary schools a day, not a day, excuse me, a week. Uh, but we arrested every criminal contact we made, for the most part. Not everybody, but for the most part. Uh, last year I left it, we had 267 juvenile arrests. Uh, in this, the city at that time, juveniles were stealing maybe one car a week, maybe one, two strong arm robberies, never using guns. And then <clears throat> after the, these, uh, these laws went into effect in 2012, um, we have more stolen cars per day than, you can't even count them. Uh, ATV, dirt bikes riding all over the place because they, we can't enforce those laws uh, because we'll hurt somebody's feelings. Uh, juvenile assaults, juvenile armed robberies, juvenile carjackings, juvenile stealing cars, ju juvenile home invasions, um, triple digits each month. So you see, this is what I'm saying. You cannot have neophytes making laws pertaining to things that they don't understand. You know, everybody wants to be a good person. Law enforcement isn't about being a good person. It's about correcting a problem, enforcing laws so problems like this don't exist. But they don't understand that. They're worried about whose feeling gets hurt. Really what they're worried about people, and I'm not going to lie to you, the politicians are worried about votes, especially minority votes, okay? That's what they care about. They don't give a shit about your public safety. They don't give a shit about you. They want votes. Don't make any law any, anybody uh, passes just to just to just to garnish votes. I mean, look at this summer. They, they make people happy. They let people's protests riot, destroy cities, destroy businesses. Why? For votes. Because if they if they if they wanted to take control and, and enforce law, those things would have lasted two days. It would have been done done and over with. But you see, what, what happens is the fake politician, like the fake news, wants you to believe they're on your side, so they let you do whatever the hell you want to convince you. It's bullshit. You know? But let's, let's get back to the, the, uh, these ghost guns, because I, I don't like talking about politicians. You know what? They're they're neophytic. They're ignorant. They, um, they lie more than they, you know, they're, they're just useless. We, we don't even need these people. Um... So, ghost guns, basically, as I explained, are guns that are manufactured by parts that are bought individually from different manufacturers. Now, this is my thought on it. And like I said, I'm a pro-gunner. Pro I'm a Second Amendment person, but only to a limit. Okay? Um, the limit is assault rifle AK-47s. Let me tell you what. No matter what you get hit with, it could be a twenty two. It's going to cause serious injury or death. So uh, an AK-47, an AR-15, G3, 
just because we're a little more little more power behind a bullet doesn't make them any more da- dangerous than any other gun out there. Any other gun, 22s with a full tube of ammunition can fire 18 shots as fast as they are 15. Doesn't matter. You know, they're all the same thing. But the difference is, you got to understand, <clears throat> guns have been around for a long time. Okay? The responsible gun owner abides by the laws. Uh, doesn't doesn't get involved in criminal activity. But the media bases everybody that that looks at guns as a criminal. Well, well, they're not. The criminals are the ones that steal somebody else's gun out of their house and then use it to commit a crime. Ghost guns. My thought on ghost guns, quite simply... Uh, I don't even like them selling parts like that. Okay, your, your, your weapon gets, you know, your firearm gets damaged or you need to change something on it. Okay, I get it. Um, my thought on it, honestly, unlike my son's thought on it, which is completely different, he thinks it's convenient if, if he needs to modify a firearm or change a part that's broken, it's to buy it online. I get that. Uh, my thought is there needs to be more control of the part. What I mean by control is serial number. Receiver. I don't care where you stamp the numbers. Receiver. Same serial number both sides internally. Okay. Magazine. Serial number. On both sides externally. Not in the cap. Not in the spring. Externally on the outside. Okay. Barrels, the same thing. Uh, slides. That's what goes back and forth to either eject or, or feed a, uh, a bullet into a chamber. Serial number, both sides. Okay. Uh, stocks. Can't put, you, you don't, you don't want to ruin the outside of stocks. So, you put two serial numbers on the forearm stock and the rear stock internally. Well, once it's removed from the gun, there's a serial number. When you remove the rear stock and the back or the butt plate, there's serial numbers. So they can be identified. All right? Because that's the problem. You cannot uh, identify these guns. And this should be a requirement for the manufacturer to do this and keep logs of who they're sold to. Listen, they're making plenty of money on this stuff. They can, they can do that, you know. Heck, you know what? I'd even say on the internal part of the, uh, the magazine cap, stamp, stamp a number on that too. You know, it's all about tracking. Now, a lot of people say, oh, but my right, listen, these are guns. You know, guns don't have rights. You have a right to own a gun, but the gun itself doesn't have a right, okay? It's an inanimate object that happens to fire a projectile. See where I'm going with this? I'm not saying put numbers all over so it looks like a piece of wallpaper, but make sure that all these parts are stamped with a serial number, 
manufacturer has to keep a record where they go. If they go to a seller, seller has to keep a record of where they're sold to, whether that's Amazon, whether that's a gunsmith, whether it's a gun shop. Because what you're doing now is you're you're starting a tracking process. Okay? Even the firing pin. You can stamp a number on both sides. Although it's a smaller cylinder, you can, you can stamp numbers on that. You know, what you want to do is make it so that one of the parts has to have a serial number on it. And you can track it. If you did this the correct way, all of the parts that were required for a firearm to fully manufacture, you know, the, the function, would have serial numbers on it. And other things got to change. You have a ghost gun in your in your possession. Don't care if you're holding it for somebody or you found it. Uh, you need to do 25 years in jail. Just for his possession. Regardless if it's using the crime. Using the crime 50 years. Okay? And this is the, wrong, the problem with the court systems. They want to barter with these people. You don't barter with people that commit crimes like that. Barter, bartering shouldn't even be a even be a thought. Okay. Um, you use one of the crime where somebody's killed. Yeah, fifty years is good. Without the possibility of parole, you can go. You can look for parole after fifty years. Because by then you're going to be old and nobody cares about you anyway. Juvenile laws. <clears throat> You need to start, you need to erase all these laws that you, stupid laws that you made, because the juveniles, oh my God, they, we don't want to enter them in the system at such a young age. Listen, if they need to be put in the damn system, they need to be put in the freaking system. Okay? Start teaching your kids the right thing to do at home. Stop making freaking excuses why, you know, like this guy. Oh, my, my grandson's a good kid. No, he just shot three people, killed one. That's not a good person. I don't know what what, what tugboat, you, you know, you learned your shit from, but that ain't a good person. And I hate when, you know, they do this. Like, we, we had an incident where I work. Little, little bastard shoots at a cop, gets tagged, and it's everybody's fault. Except the, the, the kid. Who was a criminal committing a crime in the first place? So, when is America going to realize? You see, here's the problem with America. America doesn't know, young America doesn't know what America is about. Doesn't mean, not just criminal-wise, school-wise, college-wise, work-wise, because they grew up in a generation, and I'm going to say from the 90s up, where you could do whatever the hell you want. And you think everybody owes you something. Nobody owes you shit, kid. And to be manufacturing a firearm that you are too young to even own? Who's selling you this shit? You need to go to jail for buying it, and they need to go to jail for selling it. Okay? You see that? See, here's the problem. You need to first enforce the juvenile law. You got to go back to the days. You got to open up the juvenile detention centers again. 
I don't care what these little parents say whining about their kids. Oh, my God, he's going to be in. No one cares. You know why? We are a country of law. If your kid is a law-abiding citizen, he won't be sitting his ass in lockup. So maybe you shouldn't be giving him, oh, Johnny, whatever you do, you're, you're such a good kid. No, you're not. Your parents are lying to you. They're giving you bad advice. Don't listen to them. You know, this kid, if you look at him on the paper, whew, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, you know what? This is one of these little punks thinks he's a badass with a gun on his hand. You take that gun out of his ass, he'll, he'll sit in the back of a patrol car and cry like a little girl. Swear to God, I see it written all over his face. You know? They're all, they're all big men with, with guns in their hands, and when you take the guns out of their hand, they're like little sissies. Um, just an FYI for this girl, uh, her, her name was uh, Angelia Yambo. Uh, there is a GoFundMe page for her. <clears throat> it was uh, it was uh, launched by one of uh, one of her aunts to raise money for the funeral. Uh, it's it's gaining some uh, momentum, but if you have a have an opportunity, uh, look up the GoFundMe page. Um, put whatever you can in it. Doesn't matter if dollar. Doesn't matter if thousand dollars. Just whatever you can do for her. Um, you know, uh, this other juvenile delinquent, uh, he's been arrested. The gun was found outside of his, uh, his apartment in a uh, plastic bag. <clears throat> he may have tried to rub off some of the DNA, but here's, here's the problem is there's DNA on the, uh, the ejected rounds, DNA on the bullets because, you know, he touched, he had them in his hand before he loaded them. DNA on the magazine, the gun, the trigger. Uh, so you're pretty much going to hell in a handbasket. I don't feel sorry for you. As a matter of fact, I, I support them just throwing the key away. Um, that's how I am. Uh, my kid ever did that. I take care of myself. You know, I ain't one of these parents. Oh my God, my kid's so no. My kid will tell you. He got involved in something at school one day, and I accidentally found out about it. I put I put him in my car myself. I drove him right to the police department. I brought him into the main lobby of the police department. There was a young cop there. Didn't know I was a cop because I was in my street clothes. I looked at my kid right in the face. Not thinking about the cop standing outside. I said, if you don't tell these people what they want, I'm going to knock you the fuck out right in, right in the main lobby of the police department. The cop's eyes opened up like, holy shit, what's going on here? I said, hey, who's investigating this case? He said, oh, well, I am. I said, well, he's got, he's got firsthand knowledge of what happened. Take him in the back and interview him. He goes, well, don't you want to be there? He's a juvenile. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if he's a juvenile or not. If he starts lying, you knock him right out of his shoes. Because if you don't, I will. Cop looked at me like, oh, my God. No, no. You don't got to look at me like, oh, my God. I'm a parent. I am not raising a kid. I am raising an adult. I am not my kid's best friend. I'm his parent. Okay. Um, I can't employ the, uh, employ the law out in the street if I can't do it in my own home. Just because you live under my roof doesn't give you any more uh, <clears throat> freedom to break the law than anybody else out in the street. And you parents need to start learning that. 
you to grab your kids when they do stuff wrong. I don't give a shit. You know? Slapping them may be illegal. Shake, well, not, it's not really illegal. As long as it's like corporal punishment. No, shake the hell out of them. You know? Nothing in the books about not shaking the hell out of them. Hell. Pretend he's a milkshake. You know? Shake the shit out of them. Yeah, so, so the cop in the main lobby almost had a heart attack. But you know what? It's a responsibility of parents. So people like uh, this kid, Ryan, that's, that's what you don't want your kid to turn into. Okay? Rule number two, your kid comes into the house with a bunch of his friends. You want to know any kid that steps in your house, their first name, your last name, I don't give a shit about your street name, you know, whatever the hell it is. Mikey, Jojo, I don't give a shit about that name. I don't know, first name, last name, and where do you live? How do you know them and where do they live? Because if I got to come looking, I'm going to find somebody. Yeah, does it sound a little different? Yeah, you know why? Because I'm a parent. And I am a law-abiding citizen. And people, people that live in this, you know, live in, in this, this country nowadays, they don't even know what law-abiding is. Whatever is good as long as I don't get caught. Well, no, that's not true. Only in your mind. So, this kid, if he goes away forever, you're just doing society a favor. As a matter of fact, you know what? Not only should they open the, the new jails, the, the juvenile jail system up again... What they really should do is build a jail about the size of Rhode Island, or half the size of Rhode Island, right? Be like a big storage house, right in the center of the Mojave Desert. You know why? Because when you go to escape, you ain't making it 100 miles. You're either going to bake to death, starve to death, dehydrate, or one of them funky uh, scorpions or sidewinding snakes are going to take you out. But then you got to think about why you were, were in there. Because you see, nice people don't go to prison for that. Nice people don't commit homicides. Nice people don't stab people, rob people, rape people, or invade people's homes. Okay? That's how I am. I'm not a liberal. The liberal movement of the 1960s, which I grew up in, liberals nowadays don't even know what liberals are. Liberals back then in the 60s, the liberal movement was whatever you did as long as it was okay and didn't hurt anybody, it was cool. Now, liberals are extremists. There's a difference. They've turned from liberals to extremists. There should, the, term, the, the term left or liberal should be completely erased from the um, from, a, from any article that, the, that term has ever been used in. Because they're not, they're not liberals. They're, they, they are not the 1960 version of liberals. They are extremists because they they find one they find one single topic and they just are relentless, regardless of they're right or wrong. I know it, it sounds a little biased, but yes, it is because I don't believe in that crap. It's right, wrong, and there's no grayscale in my book. Okay, sorry. I don't, I don't follow the liberal gay. I don't feel the. I don't follow the the uh, moderate gray. That's that's not my thing. Okay. I didn't raise my kids that way. 
and when the grandkids come, they're not getting raised that way neither. Okay, it's right, it's wrong, and that that that's how it is. Um, so do me a favor, folks. Go to this go, go to this GoFundMe page for this girl. Um, do what you can. You know, sitting here thinking about it as a parent. Yeah, I, I'd have a lot of trouble with this. You know, I mean, if something like this is forever, every day from now till the day these people pass away, these relatives, friends, this and that, are going to think about this girl. All because of some punk with a, with a, with a manufactured gun who didn't have enough balls to fight somebody face-to-face with, with their two hands like we used to do in my days. And what is going on with these young people nowadays? Are they like all sissies or what? They got to fight five on one, ten on one. They got to have guns, knives. God, you you know what? I would like them, say a hundred of them, transported back into my time. They wouldn't stand a chance. No knives, no guns, five of them. Oh, they'd be getting their ass whooped. It'd be an ass whooping contest. You need five five people to beat one people one person up. Somebody does something bad, you got to get a gun and shoot, hurt innocent people with with no with no concern for human life. You know what? Uh, degenerate. That's all I can say. But that's why this this host this uh, show and this host are listed as. Um, The host is listed, the, the show is listed as explicit because I talk to things in a very explicit and truthful way. I use terms that most people are afraid of because they're political terms. Political, like I said in the beginning, political terms are just a polite way of lying, and uh, we're not doing that here. But um, if you want to read this topic that came after all of this, Kardashians, who cares about the Kardashians, who gives a shit about gas prices at 10 cents? <clears throat> we have people, you know, uh, getting killed with some gun that some creep made. And the mayor worried of long, hot summer. You know what? This, you know what kills me about this New York mayor? How long has he been a cop? Now he's worrying about it. Dude, every cop knows that when the summer comes, hell comes with it. Okay, you're worried. You're concerned. Mm. Yeah, so is everybody that, that lives in that city. So they ain't no news to that. But. Besides that, this is Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker Podcast. This is episode 172. Probably offended a lot of people, don't really care. Um, doesn't really matter. If you want the truth, you got it. You either can handle it or you can't handle it. So, what can I tell you? But just remember, if you're in a dark road, dark parking lot, dark path in the wood, dark stairwell, dark anything, and you hear a noise behind you, you should first ask yourself, what the hell am I doing there? And then I hope you planned an escape route before you went there, because if not, you're going to be the next person we're talking about on this podcast. Till then, this is Michael C. Bouchard, host of the Night Stalker Podcast.